You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I'm your host, author Brendan Dilly. This is my book right here. Still breathing the wisdom and teachings of a perfectly flawed man. You picked it up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Also, if you love this show, please support this show at Subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. Still the best way to participate as an individual in the sponsorship program of this broadcast. That's right. Uh, it's simple to do. And if you think you're already signed up, I just ask you to please uh, periodically check in to make sure your subscription is still active. A lot of times uh, they do go dormant and they will no longer be billing you and you will no longer be uh, doing uh, doing the, the, the your uh, sponsorship. So subscribestar.com forward slash The Dilly Show. The Dilly Show is uh, the best place to go for that. And if you love this broadcast and you want to download this broadcast, go to bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show for the podcast version of this broadcast. You can now take it on the road with you. And this is all podcast formats, courtesy of magical producer Trevor. If you've got a podcast that you like to listen to or a podcast format you like to listen through, we are going to have it available for you at bit.ly forward slash Dilly Show. Check that out today. All right. Good morning. Happy Monday, November 6th, 2023. Happy anniversary, Rahandi. That's right, my lovely wife celebrating our uh, two-year wedding anniversary. We've been together nine years, but two-year uh, wedding anniversary, and uh, we could not be happier and uh, excited to be here with you guys on this Monday broadcast uh, to share that with you. So big show for you guys today. Our president, Donald J. Trump, is in a New York City courthouse right now, currently schooling a bunch of leftist retards who don't understand business or real estate as they attempt to catch him in got ya moment after got ya moment. The problem, uh, biggest problem I can see with this is that they are actually too fucking stupid to understand his answers along with the judge. And so I don't expect this to go well, even though President Trump is making perfect sense as usual. So there you go. So we'll be, we'll be talking about that on the broadcast. Like he's guilty. Why? Because we didn't understand what he said. He's a billionaire, real estate mogul, and I don't understand it. So fuck him. Must have been. It must be illegal. Yeah, incredible. But that's what's going on. Also, shout out to Little Memes for a couple of a couple of dank openers today on the Dilly Show. Very happy for those throwbacks. Uh, we got a big show for you guys today. President Trump was showing the meme team all kinds of love over the weekend, along with Dan Scavino. Appreciate those guys and the rest of Team Trump for that matter. Lots of uh, Dilly Meme Team memes getting uh, posted on Truth Social. Uh, let's see. Truth Social, Facebook, Instagram, and even on Twitter. So pretty damn cool. We'll talk about that today. Uh, Team Meatball, DeSantis campaign, total disarray. Running away from the five foot three, 115 pound soaking wet little Jewish lady, Laura Loomer sprinting from her as if she were fucking six foot 10, 300 pounds and angry. Uh, it was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen is watching DeSantards and staffers. If you, if you have the title communications, anything 
or public relations anything in your name at your job and you don't know how to handle media or questions, you should be immediately fucking fired. And yet that's exactly what happened over the weekend as people who are spokesmen and public relations and communications uh, representatives for Team Meatball ran away from Laura Loomer, one of them even going so far as to hide in the bathroom. It was a sight to see. Absolutely incredible. My friend Laura Loomer scaring the shit out of these people by doing something crazy called asking questions. And they don't know how to answer. Fucking horrendous. Horrendous. But uh, we're talking about that today. It was funny as shit. Absolutely funny as shit. I got a bunch of dank memes. I doubt we'll even get to play everything I have today. It's that loaded. Plus, I have a fucking killer dilly in the wilds. We've got Trump Miami coming up. My God, Dilly 300 representing in the VIP section. Plus, we might have some Dilly Show representatives, meme team members, and maybe even at least one Dilly 300 member meeting President Donald J. Trump on Wednesday. We shall see, waiting for confirmation, but we're like we're like 99% home on that thing, so... It's going to be a big show, a big week of shows. But first, let's take care of a little bit of MAGA commerce. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars. A premium smoke for freedom-loving patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot Cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot cigars. <laughs> fucking A. Uh, that's right. You want to go to MyPatriotCigars.com. You use promo code Dilly for 25% off. So some of you aren't really sure what to buy, right? You get nervous. You're not certain. What do I buy? What do I get that's uh, going to impress my friends or my family? Maybe you got somebody in your family who's a uh, cigar aficionado. You want to get something good. Look, let me, let me just help you out here. This is what you're going to order, all right? I'll make it simple for you guys. First of all, you're going to go to MyPatriotCigars.com. You're going to punch in promo code Dilly for 25% off. 
and you can just get yourself a box of TNTs like this. You just get yourself a beautiful box of TNTs just like this. They're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, the box still smells good to this day. And that's what you're going to pick up. It's super simple. You're, you're like thinking about shopping for the holidays. This is what you want right here. MyPatriotCigars.com. Promo code Dilly for 25%. Oh. Hey, I'm Kenny Lee. I'm the COO of BeardVet. BeardVet is a company uh, started in 2017 by Sean Beardo George uh, to help support veterans. So our coffee is air convection roasted to perfection. We have ground, whole bean, K-cups, the whole works. We have everything uh, from an energy concentrate that's coffee derived. We've got beard oils, we've got grooming kits, merchandise. <laughs> beer Vent Energy is an energy concentrate with one pump equals 80 milligrams of caffeine. It's coffee derived, zero calories, zero fat, zero woke bullshit. Beer of Beard Vet veterans are first. We support veterans every month with our top of the month, top of the mind campaign. We really support being America first. Our products, our merch, our t-shirts, they're all American made. Our products ship to you within two to three weeks of being roasted. Hey, here at Beer Vet, our values are simple. We make damn good products and we support veterans. And we're not afraid to take a stand. The problem with America today is that people put convenience over values. You need to start spending money with companies that support you and the values you believe in. We're America first, veteran focused, and beard operated. That's right, Kenny. Thank you. Beardvet.com. You guys already know this is the best damn coffee brand you're going to find. Beardvet.com. Kenny, Kenny, you never fade out to black. Ever fade out to black on commercials, Kenny? Kenny, do you hear me? You never fade to black on Dilly's commercials. Because then I have to transition like this. Here we go. <laughs> Beardvet.com. Uh, as I was mentioning, uh, coffee, best in the business. Beard oils and grooming products. Lots of apparels. They've got fucking meat rubs. And then they've also got some mugs and tumblers. It's kind of fun. So promo code Dilly is going to get you 10% off. That's promo code Dilly will get you 10% off. You guys are going to want to check that out. But, uh, Great company, great fucking guys. These are my friends, and uh, they take care of the Dilly 300 like no other. Not only that, not only that, I got to tell you something else. This is who is handling all of our apparel fulfillment, and we've got new apparel coming in in a little over a week. You're going to freak out for the holidays, but BeardVet.com does it all. They are that fucking good, and they've got their own apparel that's absolutely gorgeous as well. So head on over to BeardVet.com for all of your coffee needs. It's coffee season, motherfucker. Oh, promo code Dilly, 10% off. So good. So good. I get so much feedback from them. It's funny because I think of BeardVet, and I'm like, BeardVet coffee, right? And then I'll get emails from people like, dude, dude, the fucking meat rub was so good. And then people are like raving about the meat rub. Or they'll hit me up and they go, oh, oh, dude, the beard, the beard oils on my beard. And I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, my God. I love it. It's pretty great. How are you guys doing today? You guys good? You having a good Monday? All right, let me move this. Uh, I got to get some stuff set around here. Let's move it around. Move it around the set. Dilly doing a little production here on the fly as usual. Man. How are you guys doing? I almost didn't go hat today. I almost went no hat. And then at the last second, I was like, ah, I went no hat Friday. It's like, we're not that casual today. Today, we'll just go, we'll go hat, have some fun. 
What are you guys doing? Yeah, you guys good? So, uh, it is Randy and I's anniversary. Very excited about that. And we had a great time uh, over the weekend. But I wanted to say uh, how much I love this woman. She's absolutely smoking hot. Even hotter now than she was when I met her. And, uh, and it's been two years of wedded bliss. Uh, I love our routine together. I, I love going to sleep with her. Every, it's a highlight of my night is going to bed with my wife. And uh, as you can see here, uh, it's pretty understand. Like you guys, it's self-explanatory, right? Like you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's pretty much uh, explains it. It's not real complicated, but uh, we're just having so much fun together. And uh, being married is awesome. So if you marry the right person, I think it's a lot better than some people's experiences. Uh, I, I, so many people talk to me about marriage and, and I think it really does just boil down to uh, marrying the right person, marrying somebody who is your best friend and someone that you can be your best self with or your worst self. And they're going to help you get through whatever that is. And uh, that's what I have with my wife. So love her very much. And we've been uh, married now two years and pretty damn cool. So uh, that's amazing. I can't believe how much uh, younger the kids were back then. Look, there's two years that are all so big now. Wait till you guys see them all now. It's, it's huge. Huge. They're huge little monsters. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So I don't, we have a lot to cover today. So we're going to keep that pace high. So we took care of uh, the wife. Got to make sure the anniversary is at the top of this discussion. But we also are going to take care of, you guys are going to love this. We're going to do some Dilly in the Wild. Dilly in the wild, Dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. Dilly in the wild, Dilly in the wild, motherfucker now. People putting stickers on their cars. Relax your rain and suck my dick and lick my balls. That's right. And uh, this picture got a lot of uh, traction on Saturday night. Appreciate all of you guys. The the kind words, but we went out. I told you we were, I was taking the girls out for a date night. And by girls, I mean I took Randy and my lovely oldest daughter, Sophia, the adult in the house now since she's 18 years young. But uh, the, two, the two adult women in my house, <laughs> I got to take them out on a date Saturday night. And uh, we hit Ruth's Chris for a, uh, some steaks. And I got a lobster. And we really just had a nice time. We were celebrating. Uh, it had been a, it's been a very uh, incredible experience having Sophia back in the house with us now that she's graduated high school and she's returned home uh, to with us to Georgia. And she's been invaluable to my wife and I, not just for her, the things that, that she's able to help us with, but also just her overall, her just her energy. My daughter's amazing. And, uh, and so... We went out and uh, we had some some uh, some dinner, and then we hit a cigar lounge on the way home. And I got myself a nice uh, cigar, and uh, the girls looked absolutely incredible. And uh, I mean, these are the women that that I'm surrounded by. And eventually, when Jasmine gets a little older, we'll we'll have Jasmine hanging out with us as well. She's still only 16, but uh, beautiful beautiful ladies. And this is really what it's all about. And uh, you know, I wanted to show my daughter what a date night's supposed to look like and uh you know what kind of a 
what kind of a man I would like for her to eventually sort of like when she, she's 18 now, so she's a little young, but someday when she's ready to, to settle down and find love, I hope that, that we can uh, set the standard, set that bar so fucking high that, uh, you know, she's essentially dating that top 1% of 1% of the population who know how to treat a lady. And I just wanted to kind of set that impression, that expectation for her uh, about about that. So we went out and we had a lot of fun. And the girls were just laughing and eating and just enjoying themselves. But that was our dillies in the wild from uh, Saturday night. And I want to share those with you guys. I also appreciated that all of you seem to have had an incredible weekend. I got so many dilly in the wild submissions. And uh, one of our favorite couples here on the dilly show uh, went out for her 40th birthday and told her that she was going out to dinner on the beach. Turned out to be a uh, birthday party on the beach. Totally tricked her. And she showed up at the beach. And eventually all of her friends and uh, family were there. And they had a great time. So that was, that's a good one. So I'm glad you guys had a, a, a nice birthday. I also got a really great dilly in the wild from some folks last week. I meant to show it on Friday. And I don't think I did. And they were like, oh man, we were expecting to see you. And... Uh, they were at Mar-a-Lago early in the week, uh, you know, before I got there. And uh, just wonderful people. Dilly in the wild at Mar-a-Lago. And I thought that was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's a good one. Also got a Dilly in the wild from one of our Dilly 300 members who, damn it, is not feeling well. He had another, uh, he says he had another, uh, I think he had a seizure or something. But damn it, you take care of yourself, bud. I don't know what the hell you're doing down at the hospital, but you need to fucking start. We need to dial you in. Can't have you in and out of fucking hospitals in 2024. It's time to take our health a little more seriously. Whatever you need, dude, let's get it dialed in. You need, you got questions? Shoot them over on Q&A Friday. Let's get you back on track. That goes for all of you. Uh, this is a big year. No, I can't afford to lose anybody this year. You know, we had enough of that in 2023. Um, we're not doing it in 2024. 2024, it's all hands on deck. And uh, I'm giving you the fucking order. Nobody dies this year. Do you understand me? You all you fucking people, not one of you has permission to die in 2024. You want to fucking bite the big one in 2025? Go for it. But so help me God, you better find a fucking way to survive for at least the next 13 months. I need every single person on deck. Got it? Okay, good. Excellent. Glad we had this talk. Also, the chat is telling me that high dose uh, CBD for seizures. That's what the chat's telling me. That's what stronger fitness is telling me. High dose CBD. You know, we've got a phenomenal CBD sponsor, my Chicago CBD, uh, com. High dose CBD can help with seizures. According to our friends over at stronger fitness LLC. So there you go. Also, uh, glad to see you guys taking some time to get educated on what we're up against in 2024 by watching the brand new Dinesh D'Souza movie. Uh, which is Police State. I strongly recommend taking the time to watch it. It is streaming on Rumble. Very easy to find. And uh, I really do. I, I recommend this strongly. Uh, it's extremely important that you understand what we're up against so that you can make the appropriate arrangements and know how to handle it. This was sweet as well. Got lots of uh, Dilly in the Wild still rolling in. And uh, one of them was actually from a former sponsor, but they're still like family. That was from uh, Walk Around Ranch. And uh, I think that was pretty cool. She, she's uh, got some goodies that she's sending out to Dilly mis uh, listeners. But also, we got uh, Beard Vet goodies, right? So this is just, uh, that's a nice little haul. 
And I love when you guys take pictures of all the fun stuff you got going here. Got more dillies in the wild. Here we go. This one's, uh, oh, this looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, enjoy the fucking cramps, buddy. Just finished tomorrow's video for St. Jude and Wounded Warrior and technically No Shave November. Thought it would be a good opportunity for a dilly in the wild. So it's the 1,000 push-ups challenge uh, and then the 830 burpees challenge and then No Shave November. So he's on day seven. He's got 245 down, 755 to go. And uh, he's rocking his dilly 300 hat while doing them. And this is what it's all about right here. This is what I need everybody focused on. Getting themselves stronger, getting themselves fucking healthier. Do you understand? All of you, even I've been hitting the gym again with uh, consistency. And I don't have a lot of time. I get in there, I fucking deadlift. I do pull-ups. I do uh, usually some shoulder press. And occasionally I'll do some bench press and some rows. But I just stick to really heavy-ass lifts. And that's enough. Like, I don't have a lot of time. Boom, heavy lifts. Build the big movers, you'll be okay. I'm not in there doing a bunch of curls and shit because I just don't have fucking time. But I get in, I get my heavy lifts done, I'm pulling heavy weight, and I get the fuck out. Good for the body, good for the heart, good for the blood flow. Start exercising again. Got it? Okay, good. Good talk. We also got a nice little dilly in the wild from our good friend, Brucey Wayne. And uh, let's see what we got going here, Bruce. Oh, Bruce. Bruce always has been a little bit of the ladies' man, hasn't he? A little bit of a ladies' man. And it uh, looks like he was out and about making friends and hanging out and doing his thing, wearing his dilly gear. And uh, I like seeing that. You love to see that. Yeah, lots of dilly in the wilds in that one. Well done, Bruce. Good man. We got more dilly in the wilds. Now, I think this is from Denmark or some crazy shit. One of our one of our Dilly 300 members is traveling abroad and is tagging up all I think it was Denmark all of Europe with Dilly show Dilly 300 stickers which I uh, I'm a big fan of that too. There you go. There you go. Good stuff. <laughs> We're almost through it. Oh, this is a good one too for everybody who's interested. This is a Dilly in the Wild from uh from one of our super fans, but she made chili from the MAGA Helpers cookbook. Uh, her husband wasn't feeling well this weekend, so he had a head cold. So she made him some good chili. And uh, this is actually a recipe from the MAGA Helpers cookbook, which I thought was really sweet. So you guys can check that out as well. A couple more here. Oh, what do we got here? Oh, this is silly. It's the last of our pumpkin. I'm guessing this will be the last of our Halloween uh, dilly in the wilds, but this is a funny one. There you go. There you go. That That is a really pitiful little smiley face on that pumpkin. <laughs> that's funny, though. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And what else do we got here? Oh, this is a fun one. Here we go. More dilly uh, sponsor products. And this is something I love that that happens and you guys can see all the goodies here but this is a, a special one this is from the pet candle company uh that little note there and it's uh it says enclosed as a gift from the dilly 300 i hope you enjoy your pet candles thanks laura from bell and mr tom and that's just really you know they just do it different 
You know, a lot of our sponsors, you become a regular customer, you might be shocked when the when their customer service includes little goodies and surprises or free stickers or a shirt or free uh, product of some kind. So just, just something to keep in mind. It's just, uh, they do things different around here. All right, there's all your dillies in the wild. I need you guys to enjoy those. I need you to enjoy them. So here we are, the week of November 6th. In a year, we will cast our votes for President Donald J. Trump. And it is remarkable what's happening. Currently in New York City, he's facing a civil trial related to his Trump buildings. Now, this case is not about keeping him off the ballot, uh, the ballot, okay? This case is not about putting him behind bars. You understand me? This case is 100% all about destroying his cash flow and making it almost impossible for Donald J. Trump to refinance his buildings because he always has to refinance. It's commercial real estate. You're constantly having to do things and some notes come due and you got to refinance. This is about fucking him up financially in a way that it makes it incredibly difficult to focus on the campaign trail in 2024. It's not about anything else. It's not about, a, I got you, you're found guilty or none of that nonsense. This is 100% an attempt at them screwing with his money and forcing him to scramble on multiple businesses, multiple hotels, multiple fucking uh, assets to try and uh, essentially look for financing if they are successful in fucking him over. Now, it's a joke. Um, I don't think they've thought this through either. Because if you, as a court, attempt to set valuations in real estate, something these courts know nothing about, it's going to fuck up a lot of other businesses. It won't just be Trump's. The, the domino effect of essentially your government, your socialist, almost communist government, getting involved in the private sector and price setting real estate is insane like this won't stop here it'll fuck up shit for an extended period of time in a lot of different worlds it cannot be allowed to happen the precedent cannot be allowed to take place now my guess is they're going to rule against trump it'll be a bunch of a giant railroad con job and uh, eventually it'll be the appeals court that has to step up and crush it but this is all about getting just as they are basically like, look, here's what the left is doing. The left doesn't have a meme team. The left doesn't have a candidate with good ideas. The left doesn't even have uh, like actual people that love and support Joe Biden. So they don't even have activists anymore that believe in his cause. The only thing they have is lawfare. This is actually where they're at right now. All they have is lawfare. They don't. This is essentially the equivalent of the left trying to meme Trump. Because even right now with this case, there's zero probability of this sticking. No matter how it's ruled upon, it's going to get fucking thrown out. Okay? It's going to get thrown out. Eventually, there will be a panel of judges that will throw it out. And then if they don't do it, the Supreme Court will. There is zero chance of this shit sticking. But that's not the point. This is their version of a fucking meme. They're like, oh, let's just 
let's just disrupt him. Let's force him to do this. Let's keep, let's keep him from going to Iowa today. Let's keep him from going down to New Hampshire or up to New Hampshire or from going to Michigan or going to Georgia or whatever. That's the entire function of this is we don't have ideas to beat Trump. We don't have ideas. We don't have political talking points. We don't have anything that the public even thinks is remotely cool or good. All we've got is lawfare to distract and fucking undermine and try and hurt his name. That's it. It's all shit, okay? It's all just dog shit. They're trying to bankrupt him once again and play a lot of different games with his assets and his his uh, time. And it's not going to work. It's not going to work. The coalition of people behind Trump this time is so much bigger than at any other point in his entire political career. Um, even right now, the number of people within the senior positions within the Trump organization, they are able to actually focus where they need to be at instead of dealing with online activities or any kind of rapid response stuff because they've already decentralized that in the form of the Dilly meme team, the Dilly 300, and all of MAGA. It's a giant team, and it's well-fucking-oiled. And so a lot of times in these campaigns, you'd have to allocate certain you know, people, very bright minds, to babysit and push narratives. The truth is, the Dilly meme team, we're ahead of the, of the campaign when it comes to narratives. We're usually ahead of them when it comes to videos and counteroffensives. We've got it before they even have it. And what it's done is it allows them to stay focused on the task at hand. So we're able to continue to make strides both publicly uh, on the ground, but also on social media while the campaign rallies around President Trump in court to make sure he can fend off these uh, vultures. So... It's pretty. It's a pretty amazing thing. We're going to talk about the polls today because they we're we're looking at things that have never happened. You're looking at polling numbers that have never happened. As much as you loved Trump in 16, he couldn't dream of these kind of polling numbers. As much as you loved Trump in 2020, he could not dream of these kind of polling numbers. And yes, the polls matter right now, especially when they show when you're dealing with leftist biased polls that are showing Donald Trump leading by this much in every swing state. He essentially has Wisconsin as a toss-up right now. But we actually look at this, and it shows Trump winning every swing state by a wide margin. It's huge. It's absolutely fucking huge. And uh, it's very exciting. So it's very exciting stuff. President Trump, uh, like I said, he's in court battling these motherfuckers arguing on the stand with uh, Letitia James and that fucking retard judge they got down there. And it's been truly embarrassing. Um, this was the Donald Trump to testify at fraud trial today with New York City real estate empire at stake. It's disgusting. They're, they're trying to hijack and steal his assets. It's not right. It's not right. Oh, do we have our other birthday girl finally show up here in the chat? Hang on, we'll get back to that in a second. Is Marissa here? You never know with Marissa these days. She's in and out. She's here one day. She's not the next. But you know what I do know? Marissa had a birthday. Happy birthday, honey. She's one of the longest tenured Dilly 300 members. I was looking for her early in the show, and I didn't see her name pop up. And I think her name is... She's in here now, yeah? Is she in here? Is she in here right now? Oh, good. 
Oh, you've been here? Girl, don't fucking give me that shit. Marissa, I, I got my fucking eyes on you. You have no idea. I know everything. I watch everything, Marissa. I know when you pop. I know when you clock in. Happy birthday, honey. Seriously, I, I, I was looking at your pictures over the weekend. It looked like you had a blast, and uh, I'm, I'm happy for you. That's good. Get your ass down to court. Go yell at the fucking people trying to go after our president. Roll your ass down there and slap the shit out of Letitia James, please. <laughs> She's been here. Yeah, yeah, but Marissa knows the rules. You have to be, you're either early or you're late. <laughs> That's how it works, everybody. You guys know that, right? You, you either are early or you're late. So getting here on time is late. That's how it works. Uh, I got to troll Marissa. You have to troll Marissa. It's how it goes. Where's the pic of you and Bruce? Where is that picture? Did you say, you, I have that picture. I saw it over the weekend. Where is it? Uh, send it to me tonight. We'll show it again tomorrow. I'll show it tomorrow. We had a long dilly in the wild. Let's do it tomorrow. We'll just extend your birthday by another day, hon. Get, send me that picture on uh, Telegram today. That way I can save it right away. We'll do it tomorrow for Dilly in the Wild. It'll be fun. We'll extend your birthday. I know I had it somewhere. I don't know why I didn't upload. My fuck, I don't know, dude. It's a weekend. It sucks. If you have a birthday on the weekend, you're kind of screwed because I'm basically going to end up with like 70 plus frames like I do today. And that'll be it. Yeah, send it to me and then we'll show it tomorrow. We can spend more time on it. Okay, I have to keep moving fast though because Donnie J. Trump is yelling at the uh, court today. Because he's pissed off. This was him going into the courtroom. So while Israel is being attacked, while Ukraine is being attacked, while inflation is eating our country alive, I'm down here, and these are all political opponent attack ads by the Biden administration. Their poll numbers are terrible. You show what happened today. The New York Times and CBS came out with a poll that I'm leading all over the place. But uh, it's a very unfair situation. This is really election interference and so it's travel's ridiculous the numbers are much greater than on the financial statement and we've already proven that they said mar-a-lago's worth 18 million dollars mar-a-lago's worth anywhere from probably 50 to 100 times more than that and it's a terrible terrible thing these are political operatives that i'm going to be dealing with right now uh, you have a racist attorney general who made some terrible statements, and we just see some more that came over the wires today. It's a very sad situation for our country. We shouldn't have this. This is for third world countries, and you know, it's very unfair. It's very unfair. But in the meantime, the people of the country understand it. They see it, and they don't like it. They don't like it, because it's uh, political warfare, as you would call it, or political lawfare. Another name, I got a lot of names for it, but usually it takes place in third world countries and banana republics. And nobody's ever seen that to this extent. We've never seen it here. Uh, but we will go along and we will hopefully uh, do very well in every regard. We'll win the election and we'll make America great again. That's what we're going to do. We're going to make America great again. But we have to take away from the thugs that we deal with and the horrible people that actually must hate our country to do this. But we will uh, we'll fight very hard for our country. Thank you very much, everybody. Boss man pissed off. He knows it's a. It's also it's just all bullshit. It's all bullshit. We have to win. You will this country. The if you don't fucking win, 
the day after Trump, uh, you know, next year's election, if he doesn't win, if we don't win, you basically welcome to communist China. I wish I was joking. It's that bad. This case and all the other cases, they are fucking insane. Insane. This is shit you would never see in the United States of America. I fucking laugh at the state of New York. What a dump. What a fucking dump. I'm so goddamn tired of uh, Republicans in New York telling me, well, the whole state's red except for New York City. Bitch, it's a fucking city with 22 million people. Don't fucking tell me that. Where the fuck are you people? Where, how angry are you? If you're so goddamn angry about what's happening in New York, how the fuck are you not encircling that cunt's office every fucking day so she can't get in through the front door? It's amazing to me. Biggest fucking state with all these fucking people. It's like the third largest population in America. You're just sitting around with your thumbs up your fucking assholes. It's amazing. And New York Republicans always try to tell you, I'm tough, I'm tough. You're tough? You're fucking tough. Where the fuck were you? Are you down at the courthouse? Are you down there in front of that bitch's office every day? This is, this is a reflective of the entire state of New York. You're fucking Honduras right now, bro. You're not even New York anymore. You're not New Yorkers. You're a bunch of fucking Honduran cunts. You're a bunch of fucking so- socialist motherfuckers going full-blown communist, and you're all busy sipping your fucking lattes, walking down fucking Fifth Avenue instead of actually getting down there. Where the hell are the New Yorkers? Where are you? Where are even moderate New Yorkers that are like, this is insane? Where are you? You used to be like the most active, in-your-face motherfuckers, and now you're just, this is this court case is going on almost fucking daily. This woman's legal office isn't hard to find. Where is the showing? Where's the actual showing that we're against this? To hell with, like, even just, it doesn't even have to be about Trump. They've turned your state into a laughing stock. You're gayer than California right now. And no one seems to give a shit. That used to be one of the few places in America you could get punched in the mouth for saying New York sucks. And now they're like, "Mm, it totally is. I'm like, what the fuck happened to your pride? It's just amazing to me. They've got no fucking pride in their state at every level. Think about every level. Think of the number of people that have to work for Letitia James at every level of justice or injustice within that fucking uh, attorney general's office. Just everyone complicit. Well, I don't agree with it, but it's my job. I don't agree with it, but it's my job. I don't know. I, you know, I think it's a lot. It's a big con, but it's my job. Fuck fucking pussies biggest pussies in america come from fucking new york i don't know what to tell you i love there's a lot of MAGA new yorkers i like but dude your state on the whole fucking giant gigantic fucking lots of this you big bunch of loud mouth nothings lots of touch lots of shit talking i tell you that Used to be pretty good at shit talking. You're not fucking horrible, horrible at le- at doing something about it though. It's amazing. It's just uh, oh, I don't want to get involved. Meanwhile, this fucking bitch has completely gotten involved, and all of America hates her for it. And that is Letitia James. <laughs> Hey, 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 it's 
Cosby coming at you with music and fun. And if you're not careful, you may learn something before it's done. People like Letitia James. Thank you, Bo and his balls. Uh, people like Letitia James have single-handedly destroyed the value of your law degree. This country is run by idiots. Idiots who were literally, here's what, <laughs> they allowed them to advance because they were dumb enough to take on debt. And then if they were dumb enough to take on massive debt, they were also dumb enough and crooked enough to take on liberal fucking ideology. And through the combination of those two things, you're a fucking idiot who took on ungodly debt to get a mediocre education, and you also are a fucking socialist woke cunt. Guess what? Guess who's getting a job right out of college? This whole country is run by that shit now. This country has been destroyed by uh, lawyers who essentially gave up any semblance of patriotism and integrity. Whole country destroyed by these fucking lawyers. And this is just another example. The worst part is they're not even brilliant. These aren't tactically brilliant law minds. These are woke fucking idiots that somebody was willing to print a degree, a law degree on and say they knew something. That's it. This isn't, this isn't like some fucking brilliant lady that you're like, man, how are we going to overcome this incredible case? Their cases are horrendous. They're poorly put together because most of these people can barely read and write. You think I'm joking, but I dare you to go read some of the shit that's in these. It's written so fucking poorly. The lack of logic, it's insane. And then what they did was they continued to elevate woke retards into positions of prominence beyond just lawyer. Now some of them are judges. So now you got a bunch of woke fucking idiot judges who shouldn't be running a fucking small, you know, grocery store, let alone a federal or state courtroom. And that's what's going on. Idiots. Complete and total idiots. This lady being one of the biggest ones. Thank you, Phantom Shadow, for that incredibly complicated meme. Only to be topped by this one from Brandy. I think I do remember hearing something on TV about colon cleansing. They say everyone should have one. I'm thinking about getting me an appointment and go down and get my colon cleansed thoroughly. Jesus Christ, Brandy. Brandy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald Trump. I'm going to walk out of here. <laughs> I'm going to walk out of here. <laughs> Oh, fuck. This fucking court case. Absolute retardation. Absolute retardation. How embarrassing. All right, I got more stuff to talk about here with this one. 
We're going to continue to pile on New York because New York is embarrassing itself as usual. Here we go. New York City's post-COVID recovery among the worst foot traffic down 33% lean streets. Whoopsies. Good. Good. I hope everybody of any substance leaves this city. I hope that it's nothing but fucking idiots left in that city. All the good substance should leave. Take your talents elsewhere. You can do better. You can do far better than living in New York City. Donald Trump knows it. We all knows it. know it. Speaking of, let's get into President Trump's uh, posts about this. He was pissed off. And rightfully so, by the way. Uh, I think you have a hard time being critical of Trump on this one. So sad to see my sons being persecuted in a political witch hunt by this out-of-control, publicity-seeking New York State judge on a case that should have never been brought. Legal scholars scream disgrace. My, my worth is far greater than on financial statements. Plus, they contain a full disclaimer clause telling readers of this information to do their own due diligence and analysis. That's right. Also, their wit, uh, let's see, their star witness admitted on the stand that he lied. A big story not covered by the press. Banks and insurance companies made money, not even a minor default. And there were no victims, except for the people getting mugged and murdered on the sidewalk of New York while our corrupt attorney general sits on her ass in court all day watching the Trump family be abused by a Trump-hating judge that said a billion-dollar house is only worth $18 million. It's true. It's true. It's a disgrace. An absolute fucking disgrace. Trump still pissed off at Letitia James, and rightfully so. Let's go. Here we go. Wow, just found out that corrupt and racist attorney General Letitia James of New York State is financially backed by George Soros. Shocking. No wonder this Trump case being presided over by a highly partisan and out-of-control judge who found me guilty before the trial even started wouldn't allow a jury and said Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida was worth only $18 million when it is worth 50 to 100 times that amount. Has become an embarrassment to the New York judiciary. No new businesses want any part of this charade. Witch hunt. You know what's really uncomfortable? I want to ask a question and I don't really know how to ask it without getting into trouble. I don't know how to ask the question. George Soros is a problem not just for the United States but for Russia and other nations and yet no one deals with the problem. It just seems almost inexplicable that the problem could have lasted this long and nobody anywhere did anything about the problem all of that time they had to deal with that problem and nobody dealt with that guy seems incredibly bizarre that you can be a a one-man wrecking crew in the world with what we know of the technologies and abilities for nations to deal with a problem and nobody knows how to deal with that problem. 
This isn't even an expensive problem. This would be this would be a very affordable problem to deal with, and yet entire nations are literally being crippled by this guy, and no one deals with the problems? Just weird. I don't know. Just seems like it'd be a priority on the problem list. You've got this multi-billion dollar, billionaire Nazi funding the destruction of Western civilization in Europe and America, and no one wants to deal with the problem? Weird. It's not like these problems are, you know, hidden. It's not like they're in a bat cave somewhere. Weird. Fucking weird. I, I'll never understand that. This rigged trial brought by the racist New York State Attorney General Letitia James for Trump and developer-hating Judge Arthur Engeron, which should have never been brought in that the so-called star witness sleazebag lawyer for many people, Michael Cohen, admitted last week on the stand that he lied. And also that your favorite president, Donald J. Trump, or anyone from the Trump organization never told him to inflate values on financial statements. The opposite of what he told the AG in order to get this hoax started. Therefore, on that fact alone, this fake case should be dismissed. Additionally, however, the financial statements values are conservative, low. Mar-a-Lago is worth much more than $18 million. There's a 100% disclaimer clause on the first page of the statements. Banks and insurance companies were paid in full. No defaults. They all made money. There is no victim except me. Leave my children alone, Engeron. You're a disgrace to the legal profession. Amen, Trump. Amen, President Trump. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry the boys are going what they're going through. It's horrendous. And we'll talk about more of it after we do a little bit more MAGA Commerce. Naturals believes in simple, holistic skincare. Our products harness the incredible benefits of grass-fed tallow, a natural, time-honored ingredient that has been trusted for generations. Just Lolo Body Butter is our flagship product, which was created to help deal with our own family's dry skin conditions after serving in Desert Storm. Experience the finest quality skincare while supporting an America-first small business. right it's the k essentials bundle this is the one you want to get and if you don't know how well the k fresh works let me tell you even hogman who watches this show every day and is notoriously stinky is able to use this product and it makes it so he doesn't stink i mean really can we just appreciate this somehow the magic ingredients inside of the k fresh package and the unscented deodorant somehow even is able to take a man like hog and make him totally odorless as in he doesn't smell like anything if he were a little quieter he'd be a fucking ninja you'd never know he was coming 
I'm just saying it's that good. And honestly, the K-Essentials bundle is one of the best bundles you can get because it's a great introduction to the K-Leave brand. All of you will love it. I promise. Check them out today. Kleave.com. That's Kleave.com. Next up, we got KBPerks.com. Now, you know what's cool about this? Fucking light up tumblers. That's what's cool about this. Look at those things. They're gorgeous. You can't buy these anywhere else. You don't know anybody else who makes light up tumblers. You just don't. You might think you do, but you don't. You don't know shit. You don't know anything about these light up tumblers and uh kbperks.com you gotta get them now if you want them for the holidays get them now don't wait until the fucking 11th hour and then make it to where your family and everybody's like oh man i ain't get my gifts on time and you're like don't worry bro i promise you're gonna love it when it finally arrives better late than never right <laughs> january 5th rolls around you're still giving out christmas gifts like a fucking asshole they don't feel the same no gift given after the first of the, the year ever feels the same by the way it's either christmas day maybe maybe the next day but you start getting into that january oh, i know it's the 12th but uh, your gift finally arrived don't do that just go to kbperks.com Check out all of the goodies she's got right now. She's got so much stuff uh, ready to go for you guys. And you're going to say, thank you, Dilly, for giving us one of the coolest sponsors we could have possibly imagined. And uh, it's just, it's a great product. It's a fantastic product. KBPerks.com. And there's tons to choose from. I'm actually sipping on my KB Perks right now. You guys see that? What? This is another one. Now, this one doesn't light up, but it is glorious because it says Trump was right retribution is coming right and then it's got the 45 and 47 savage and then it's also it's got the uh maga middle finger on the bottom which is really cool so that's uh that's that one so kbperks.com is where you guys want to go for all of your needs and without any further ado randy's
Oh, always fun when you end up on President Trump's True Social page, as well as his Facebook page, as well as his Instagram page, as well as uh, fucking Dan Scavino's Twitter page. <laughs> Very cool. Congratulations to the Dilly Meme team this weekend. You guys had a big weekend. Lots of love from the President of the United States. And why not? Uh, we hold it down for, for DJT. Ain't nobody doing it like we do. All right? Ain't nobody doing it like we do. Now, with that being said, all right, you guys want to get into what happened this weekend? Do you guys want to talk about this weekend? Should we talk about Florida? Kissimmee, Florida? Do you guys want to talk about this? What do you guys think? Are you guys ready? We're going to have to address the meatball thing at some point. We could start now. Do you guys want to start on the meatball thing? It's kind of important. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. <laughs> I don't care about the polls. Ron, you're running out of uh, voters. Uh, fucking, you're running out of volunteers and money. I don't care. We're going to win. It's about that time, huh? All right. We're going to talk about the fucking meatball. You got to start here. Must be out your fucking rabbit ass mind if you think I'm just gonna fucking let you sleep fucking peacefully in this bitch, man. You ain't going to no fucking sleep, man. This is no time. 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 I'm not a candidate, so we'll see if uh, if and when that changes. All right, I'm going to tease you guys a little something here. I'm going to tease you a little something here. That was a MAGA devil dog uh, intro to Rob DeSantis' horrendous, awful fucking weekend. But I'm going to tease a little something. You see that logo on your screen right there? With the blue Dilly Meme team and the pink, uh, orangish rising sun behind it? You might be able to order black hoodies with that on the front in about a week. Maybe a little over a week. I'm just, I'm warning you right now. The retro Dilly Meme Team hoodies for the holidays are going to blow your mind. And we also might have put this on some black t-shirts as well. Maybe. Maybe 
on a hoodie, maybe on a t-shirt, maybe, we'll see, we're just, we're gonna see, it's gonna be, it's maybe, it's gonna be on a shirt or a hoodie, we're not 100% yet, we're, we're testing the waters to see if people want it, we're seeing if they want it, it's, you gotta test the waters a little bit, you gotta just, Hey, what do you what do you what do you guys think? What do you maybe maybe no no maybe hmm maybe shirts maybe hoodies? I'm just kidding. Actually, I'm making these on uh, jock straps. It's gonna be fucking awesome. It'll be on the bulge, so your uh your your cock and balls will look great. Ladies, I'm sorry you're out, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a Dilly Meme Team jock strap. Um, and it, it's required by the way. If you want to play on the Dilly Meme Team, we have certain uh uniform requirements it's for safety we want to be compliant at all times with the deep state uh fight and so this will be a dilly meme team jock strap and uh it's gonna be <laughs> uh, just kidding ron DeSantis, dude you guys got a foot finish huh you jacking off to my feet aren't you is there anything better than DeSantis being like how do I get people to talk? stop talking about my height? Suggest that they're jerking off to my feet. That's the way. Super, wow, what political prowess you got, buddy. What an incredible team of people he has over there. What an absolutely incredible team of people they've got over there. Hey, how do we deal with this? They're all talking about your shoes and your feet. Say they have a foot fetish. They want to fucking jack off on my toes. Okay, you sure? Yeah, I think that's the way. I have a pretty good instinct for these things. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't sound weird at all, Ron. I dare you to say that on MSNBC. Okay. What do we got time for foot fetishes? Bro, like really? This is where we went on this? He could have said appearances. Instead, he's always trying to be clever. By the way, being a clever person in uh, 2023 means you're a colossal fucking dork and will crush you. Clever means you're probably either over the age of 85 or gay. And not like gay like like penises. Although I hear he might, you know, DeSantis may in fact actually like the cock. But you're lame. You're fucking lame. Uh, I will play on words. As you, guys, you guys like my feet? You want to ma masturbate on them, huh? I'll put a boot on my head if Donald Trump will debate me. This is what we got to deal with this guy. You got to put a boot on his fucking head. I just, I don't get it. I just don't. This is the stupidest fucking campaign in the history of, of politics ever. It's the worst campaign ever. They're that fucking stupid. And some of the shit that they have done. Hold on. Is this the one that I, I got a fucking meme that it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It's the funniest goddamn thing. Did I delete it? I, I swear to God, if I deleted the wrong one, I'm going to fucking lose it. I hope it's this. I don't think it's this one. Is it this one? Oh, yeah, it is. Hold on. You guys ready? Do you guys want one more? Here, I got one more. <laughs> yeah, I think it's this one.
Welcome back to the party, Neo 1984. Dude, we missed the shit out of you, buddy. We missed the shit out of you. Nobody does like Neo, right? Even the team, everybody, just, the team loves it. It's like, oh my God, just another flavor. It's like, uh, you're missing one of the flavors of ice cream you're used to loving. You're like, I can't have the ice cream. I fucking love this flavor. They brought it back in stock. Neo 1984. <laughs> Fucking DeSantis in his fucking high heels power walking across. Bro even had that fucking queer little like like glide to him. He had his arms out and he was standing on his fucking balls of his feet with those giant raised heels. And he was striding that shit. He was like, hey, I'm here to win president and suck some dick. Oh my God, dude. That's the worst video I've ever seen of him. There's a lot of videos. There's videos of him smearing boogers on veterans, boogers on women himself. There's videos of him looking awkward, sitting with high heels and pants fucking way too short. There's nothing worse than that video of him striding across the stage. It is the worst video they've ever had. And it's just him like, da 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 I'm convinced that half the time you got to understand it's going to be challenging to be Ron DeSantis because you have to you have to figure out how to walk in like six inch pumps at all times inside of your heels, your your cowboy boots. That's number one. Number two, you also have to deal with trying not to let the butt plug fall out at the same exact time and disappoint your fucking uh, your boyfriend. So he's like, those are t that's difficult. That's like, oh, I got to Oh, hold on. You know what I mean? He's like trying to do both at once, fucking just clenching his cheeks as tight as he can while simultaneously trying to stride it out in his fucking ladies' cowboy boots. Brutal, man. Brutal. His staff was equally as brutal. I do not, I, I really don't know what to say about this. Okay, listen. Ron DeSantis has these people that work for him, okay? And they're supposed to be political staffers. One of them is named Brian Griffin. And this fucking dude, he's number one, he's supposed to be a man, allegedly. Number two, he's supposed to be in charge of some type of communications and our fucking PR or something, okay? I have never seen a bigger pussy on a fucking hidden video or, you know, a hidden camera. It's not even hidden. On a, I've never seen a candid video of a bigger pussy in my entire life. Dude, Laura Loomer is a tiny little thing. She's sweet as can be. She's like five foot three, maybe. She's a thin little sweet, petite little woman, okay? Not in any, Laura Loomer might be the least intimidating human I've ever hung out with. Me and Rihanna just love her. She's adorable. She's funny. And she's like a little spark plug. But she's not scary. This fucking guy. She's asking him questions. All you have to do is be like, no, Laura, that's not true. Yes, that's true. No, whatever. I mean, anything, anything is better than what this fucking dweeb did when Laura approached him over the weekend in Florida. Why is Ron DeSantis supporting the weaponization of government against Trump? You know, he went on... MSNBC 
Bro, there goes your man card. She just pulled your man card with that one. You talk shit online and then run away like a little bitch. Coward in real life. Oh, got him again. Why did Ron DeSantis go on MSNBC and support the weaponization of government against Trump? It's really nice to meet you in real life, Max. Oh, running away to the bathroom. That's Brian Griffin. That's Brian Griffin. That is the uh, press secretary of war for Ron DeSantis' campaign. So we're going to wait for him. Bro. So he goes by the name, allegedly, Max Nordau or some shit on Twitter. But dude, this this guy, you just ran from a tiny little woman asking questions. You just ran from a tiny, tiny little diminutive woman asking you questions. By the way, uh, any, any Laura Loomer slander will get your ass nuked from my chats. I don't care who you are. So if you want to talk shit, uh, you'll just find yourself in the land of the band hella quick. Like, that's the homie. Laura Loomer's a loyal-ass bitch, and I like her. That's my homie. She's a good person, dude. So you can talk shit, but you're, just, you're never going to fucking make it out of here. You'll be, bu- you'll be banned instantly. So you can try it. Everybody, everybody's been warned. I judge people based on how they are towards me in person. And Loomer is exactly the same in person. Super direct. Super funny. All the time. Same person all the time. But that was a man. That was supposed to be a man running away. From Laura Loomer. He just sprinted away like horrified. He was terrified. Dude could not get out of there fast enough. And he goes, allegedly, his sock account is Max Nordau or some shit on Twitter. You guys might recognize him. Why are you running? Why are you running? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Brandy. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Brandy. <laughs> Why are you running? Why are you running? I don't know, dude. All of Team DeSantar are fucking weird. They're weird, awkward people. But when we, you cannot say the word weird, awkward people when talking about Team DeSantar and not mention the mastermind of their entire online campaign run by the probably one of the dumbest bitches in the history of political online weaponry, Christina Pusha. This chick was so hyped. They were so proud of this fucking European whore. They're like, oh, wait, wait till Christina gets hold of you, bitch. Ran from the Dilly meme team. We wrecked that whore in about 10 minutes. She was like, stop it. All it took was some fucking bright red knees from sucking dick, and she ran away. Then it was making fun of her fucking uh, screwed up plastic surgery on her face. And that's what all it took. Well, guess what? If you see her in person, it takes even less to get her to run away. Look how small Laura is. 
Hold on, hold on. All right, hold on. I got to tell you, this is one of my favorite clips, and I'm going to show you why. I got to highlight that. First of all, Laura's adorable. She's a little thing, right? Me and Randy just think she's so funny. <laughs> but she shows up and she's like, hey, Christina, Laura Loomer, how's it going? I love that she was like, hey, how's it going? So anyway, <laughs> dude, her introduction had me fucking, re I was so fucking weak laughing at it. I was like, did she just say, how's it going? She did. Watch, watch. She's like in her little flat shoes. Hey, how's it going? Laura Loomer. <laughs> Bro. Hey, Christina, how's it going? Laura Loomer. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let it run. I'm gonna let it run. But <laughs> Laura kills me. Holy shit. Why are you running from other human beings? Can you imagine running from another human who's just asking you a basic question? What do you want? Nah. At minimum, you're like, ah, fuck you. I don't got anything to say to you. You know I don't like your ass. Anything. Anything is better than putting your hat on. Oh, talk to, oh, talk to weird people. I'll talk to real people. I'll talk to Mia. I'll talk to mentally deranged people. I don't got nothing to say to you. And you mentally deranged people. <laughs> like, dude, 
You, how fucking high was Christina Peshaw, by the way? Jesus fucking Christ, lady. How many uppers were you on? Her fucking eyeballs. Her fucking giant pupils. Uh, I don't, I was, I don't talk to the deranged. I don't speak to people with mental issues. Okay. Thank you, Christina Peshaw. Like you don't know you have $40,000 of failed plastic surgery in that face. Like we can't see it on your face. You can't even make expressions because of the Botox. <laughs> uh, I am having pain. I'm upset. Now I'm happy. I'm scared now. Like all of them look the same. What a fucking retard. When she put that hat on sideways and bitch was like, just, you ran from a tiny little woman. Dude, this is so easy. You go like this. You go, what do you want to ask me, Laura? Go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Are you going to let me respond? Because I know how you do your videos. You like to talk, and then you won't let me people respond. And I will answer your questions, but you got to give me that respect, okay? And truthfully, Laura will let you speak if you have something intelligent to say. Yeah, okay. Okay, here's how I feel about it. Blah. Anything is better than... Oh my God, <laughs> there's an ax murderer wielding a cell phone behind me. Bitches ran off. You re And all she does is talk shit on the internet. It's the entire campaign for DeSantis is run by fucking the most weird, hot, hot pocket eating, fucking deranged, plastic faced, fucking gay ass people you could ever imagine. It's just so, it's not even complicated. And yet, this is what she does. Of course, Machiavelli memes made it even better. I gotta be honest with you. of my audience won't understand how hard that meme actually goes. 99% of you guys won't know how hard that actually goes. That meme goes so fucking hard and, and you won't understand how hard it goes because you don't know the song. If you knew the song, you'd understand why that meme goes so fucking hard. <laughs> that was so... When he put it together, I was like, really? We're, <laughs> we're doing this one? <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, God. God bless you. If you guys, if those of you who know that song and know why that meme goes so hard, shout out to you. Because that thing goes hard. Hard. Oh, my God. It was brutal. Absolutely fucking brutal. Team DeSantard stays weird as fuck. All weekend long, they were like this. All weekend long, we were just getting nothing but weird shit. Even uh, even Steve Deese having a hell of a time this weekend trying to prop up the fucking loser, Rob DeSantis. I got your bait crate. You know how much you love your bait crate. I'm like comfort food for your penis. Bitch, you ain't nothing. 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 Bitch, he wore cowboy boots every day. I wore tennis shoes every day. But if I were the short guy, I'd probably wear cowboy boots. And if he was the tall guy, he'd be wearing tennis shoes. So just the presence of cowboy boots suggests a little Napoleon situation Red going flag. on there. Got it. Well, I didn't know anything about the boot lift controversy. I was just watching DeSantis wearing cowboy boots in a suit and I, I I didn't know anything about the lift. I just thought, well, that's an odd choice. Cowboy boots in a suit, but maybe he's in Wyoming talking to ranchers or something like that. He's he's not, he's from, you know, he he's in Florida, obviously. Florida isn't Houston, it's not Wyoming. You, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, where do the cowboy boots come from in the first place? You choose to wear cowboy boots when you have issues about your height. Now, if you want to add a second story to your cowboy boots, well, that's maybe what he did. But the fact that he even chooses to wear cowboy boots suggests to me that height is an issue for him. That being said, who cares? I think what we're all, what we're all responding to is him lying about it. That's the thing that we're responding to, not the trying to get an extra inch in five eighths. It's more like, are you trying to fool us and are you trying to deceive us? I sat across from Trump in 2010 and asked him directly, is that a comb over? Is, there, is your hair a comb over? Is, there, is it a bald spot? And he's like, no, it's all real. And he offered for me to feel his hair and mess it up and stick my hands inside the hair, which I did. We'll lay the tape in later. I did. I stuck my hand right up in there, Adam. And it was all real. And it was not a comb over. It was legit. Ron DeSantis had a he had an opportunity to say, F this boot gate thing. I'm taking off my boot right now. Look inside my boot. Nothing in there. No lift. Nothing but a regular sold bottom. But I think what we're learning here is that men do with their height what women do with their weight or their age, right? Falsely play with yeah. the numbers to make themselves feel or sound better. <laughs> Thank you, Miguelifornia. And yes, that was uh, that was a kill shot from the weekend. Brutal. And and things are just getting worse for Team Meatball. Let's let's talk about it. this. Is fucking horrific. I. This was breaking news right before we got on the show. I'm still beside myself. 
I cannot believe what I'm about to show you. My friend California went looking for some news this morning and he found it. Ron DeSantis' campaign offers donors a $25 rally live stream featuring Kim Reynolds' endorsement? Listen to me. DeSantis was struggling to get 40 people to watch his live streams on Rumble. And now he's charging those same 40 assholes 25 bucks to watch him with the most unpopular governor in America, Kim Reynolds, as she endorses him. If you don't know this, they have been rated as the number one and two worst, most unpopular governors in America right now. Reynolds is number one. DeSantis is number two. And now they want to charge you 25 bucks to watch these two ugly, unlikable people celebrate one another. This is shocking. This is like, if you ever wanted to tell people you were flat broke on the campaign trail without telling them, this would be a great way on how to do it. Let's go ahead and read the little article. It'll be adorable. Donors are urged to pony up to see the governor's Iowa glory. What? Is it going to show her b-hole? The Ron DeSantis presidential campaign will formally roll out an endorsement Monday night from Iowa's governor. And for just $25 or more, small dollar donors will be able to watch Kim Reynolds formally confer her nod of approval. <laughs> what? Quote, right before DeSantis heads to Miami to take the stage of the next GOP debate on Wednesday, we will be hosting one of our most exciting events yet, mo yet Monday night. With your help, we're going to put on an incredible night, reads the pitch, setting up the all caps call to action. Rush in $25. Read the email. Read the email. We want you at this event. Chip in what you can now and we'll send over your link to the live stream, the rally tomorrow night. Get ready for something big. The something big was actually leaked out to reporters as early as Sunday morning when dueling scoops and confirmations of said scoops dominated the news cycle, or at least that part of it, not consumed by President Trump ahead of the current presidential Joe Biden in swing state polls. Dude. 25 bucks to see her nod her head in approval and endorse. I wouldn't pay $25 to see Kim Reynolds made airtight. There's no, I, I'm trying to think of things I would spend $25 to watch Kim Reynolds do. And I honest to God, I don't, I can't think of maybe, maybe like some kind of weird, uh, like you remember that thing from Jackass, the movie, where Steve-O and the other guy put like bottles on their head with a pipe between them and then took turns farting into the pipe and it went into the other guy's bottle and then it was making them puke all over each other and all over themselves. I think that I would pay $25 for. I think that's it. I think the only thing I would pay $25 for Kim Reynolds to do is to attach a pipe to her b-hole that attaches to a mask that DeSantis is wearing 
and vice versa and watch them fart into each other's masks for 25 bucks. I think that's it. It's the only one I would do. Everything else, I'm kind of indifferent. Even you, you could be like Dilly. Behind this paywall is Governor Kim Reynolds airtight. I'd be like, eh, I'll wait for it to leak. Because I'm curious, but I'm not that curious. You understand? I'm curious, but I'm not that curious. Like, like I want to be able to know what, what happened in the video, but I'm definitely not paying for it. I have self-respect. You understand? I have self-respect. I would never. Now, if it leaks onto the free fucking websites, well, then, of course, I'm a, I got to see what this is all about. But, but I'm not paying $25. That's absurd. And I sure as fuck am not watching some unlikable bitch from Iowa in, un, endorsing some unlikable fucking dork from Florida for 25 bucks. Do you understand? That is a terrible terrible value okay that's an absolutely terrible value 25 bucks hey watch me hey everybody 25 bucks to watch me endorse this fucking loser 20 donald trump is the biggest draw in all of politics and has been for eight fucking years and you've never seen him be like oh it's a behind a paywall how do we watch you, Trump? Uh, well, you're gonna have to pay $12, small donors. This is why I don't do that. I don't put the Dilly Show behind a paywall either for the same reason. Just makes you look fucking poor. God, what a fucking retarded campaign. Absolutely horrendous. And this is why we're all the way, pedal all the way down. People go, oh, Dilly, when are you gonna let up? Donald Trump just said it the other day. We don't play prevent defense. We're fucking finishing this guy off. All of us heard him the other night. We heard President Trump. He said, we're not playing prevent. And what do you do when you're not playing prevent? You keep crushing your opponent. And that's what Devil Dog in California did in this meme. This is no time for foot fetishes. The poop goes on. The poop goes on. America keeps on laughing every day. Pronounce it Ronnie Pronounce it Ronnie I'm a feeling like I wanna be on. I told you. Donald Trump can summon the balls to show up to the debate. I'll wear a boot on my head. This is no time for foot fetishes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Now we're going to get sued by Cher. <laughs> oh, there you go. So now we're going to get sued by Cher. Thank you, guys. That's, that was absolutely beautiful. It was, a, it was gorgeous. It was a beautiful, beautiful meme. All right, DeSantis wasn't the only one having a hard time, and we'll come back to him. I got more memes of him, but 
He wasn't the only one having a hard time over the weekend. Uh, fucking legendary fat fuck Chris Christie also tried to give a speech to an audience that hated his guts. Pretty much like every audience. The problem is, you want to shout down any voice that says anything different than what you want to hear. And you can continue to do it. And believe me, believe me, it doesn't bother me one bit. I'll tell you what does. Imagine being the kind of human being that thinks... Chris Christie chastising them like means something. Like he's up there pontificating like he's a success. Zero self-awareness. This fat fucking loser doesn't understand that the public knows he's completely, he's just a blowhard who was a horrendous governor and a giant cunt. Like he's up there telling them that they're wrong for booing him. If this were like any other era pre-1901, we'd have tarred and feathered this fat fuck by now. And it would have been hilarious. Like the whole town would have agreed. We would have tarred and feathered his fat ass and it would have been hilarious. And yet he stands up there thinking that anybody respects him. That's the part that's so weird. It's weird when people who have totally lost the plot and lost the audience and really don't have a lot to show for what they've done in life. It's weird when they try to stand in front of you and speak with authority. It's kind of like when the aging lesbian Bill Mitchell tries to tell you you failed at something. Like the aging lesbian Bill Mitchell, who is in his 60s now, has never, ever secured a wife because no one could stand his ass for more than a few months. He was never able to procreate because of his fucking tiny little bird balls and instead just decided to become an aging lesbian on the Golden Girls and start blowing dudes, allegedly. Like, and yet he stands, you know, he sits on, on his social media all day telling you why he's the authority on subjects. Don't you find it fucking weird when, when weird nerds attempt to be the authority on something? Steve Deese, that feet little fat little fucking weeble wobble, gonna sit in front of you and tell you you're going to hell, bro. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's where I'm heading in the afterlife. But God made sure you were living hell on earth already with that fucking fat round fucking giant face and parents that hated you and a wife that I'm pretty sure is out banging everybody in the neighborhood. Like Steve Deese is trying to warn you about the afterlife, motherfucker couldn't even figure out the regular life. Like you couldn't figure out the one that you had control over. You don't get to control the next one. That shit's not up to you. But the one that you could control, you fucked that up completely. Oh, you're gonna go to hell. Yeah, but God made sure you lived hell first. He was like, hey, get down there, Steve. Enjoy yourself, fat ass. He was like, okay. Fucking pops punched him in the head, drunk off his ass. Grew up a fucking dweeb. Developed a fucking fetish for fucking God knows what. Weird. He's like, ah, you know what I'll do? I'll just sell, I'll sell a bunch of religious speak to people that are desperately looking for guidance, even though I myself don't know the first fucking thing about applying what's in this book. That's Steve Deese. I'll just sell my soul 
to get on fucking television or radio and take home the money and I'll just have a completely fucked up existence being disingenuous and I'll tell people that they're the ones going to hell. What a weirdo. I have no idea if Steve Deese is going to go to hell. I just know growing up as Steve Deese and then waking up every morning looking in the mirror today is absolutely hell. There's no way that you look down and can't see your dick because you're so fucking fat and disgusting and think, this is great. I'm so happy this is me right now. There's no way. There's no fucking way that he does that and looks down at that micro penis using that fucking mirror and thinks, oh man, this is so good. You're going to tell me about hell? If I'm going to hell, then I guess I better create heaven on earth for myself. Right, bud? Like, isn't that the logic? Like, if that's, if by your, if your logic is that I'm going to have to punch my ticket and head to fucking eternal hellfire, then thank God I'm good looking and successful and have a hot wife now. I better enjoy it while I can, right? Thank God I've got some charisma and some fucking f humor and a little insight. I can see my cock. I wake up, I look down, boom, dick. Don't have to even use mirrors. It's great. And this fucking guy is going to tell us we're all going to hell. What a nerd. But that's Team DeSantis. The whole fucking team looks and sounds like this. They're all weird failures of humanity. And Chris Christie's no different. He's not even, he can't even be on the side that sucks at 8%. He's on the 1% sucking side. At this point, what's even the point? He lost 100 pounds and still looks like that? Weird. You know what's sad is he could get down another 100 pounds and his dick is still going to be a micropene. Whoopsies. Do I have people in here defending Steve Deese or are you just making the point that he's still disgusting? I'm trying to figure out, can you imagine being somebody that would defend Steve Deese? I'm assuming you're making the point that he's still fucking disgusting, but cause I don't think you would do that. Like no, no self-respecting human would stick their neck out for Steve Deese. Can you imagine? <laughs> like, hey, hold on. I'd just like to clear up the record. Like, really? That's the record you're going to clear up? The fucking Steve Deese? Is he fucking... 285 pounds or 385 pounds at five foot five. Is that the record we're clearing up? What do you even call yourself if you're a Deese listener? Like what, what, what is his crew name? He's been on like radio for a long time. What's he call his, his audience? What, what are, what are Deese people called? It just seems like some kind of a meeting. A deuce? Brady says the deuce. A deuce? That's what <laughs> Someone said fags. You guys are mean. I would never say that about him. Instead, I'd like to highlight with this beautiful video from my friend Miguelifornia what uh, Team Meatball is still working on. This is good. This is called the highs and lows of Ron DeSantis. And this is an actual clip. 33% of likely Iowa Republican caucus goers said they would choose Donald Trump as their first choice in the caucuses. Governor Ron DeSantis is now tied with former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley at 16%. And that means the gloves are off. Now is the discussion of whether or not he wears lifts in his cowboy boots. What does that say about his candidacy? Doesn't say anything good, Alex. Uh, I'll let you know that as a former uh, as a former press staffer for presidential campaigns, what you call being in the barrel, it's not nice. Uh, 
when your boss goes and does interviews and gets asked about his boots, which happened around DeSantis multiple times recently. I've got some breaking news for our viewers who hopefully are not spending any time watching Newsmax, but just about an hour ago over on Newsmax, DeSantis was asked about this, and and he tried to turn it on Trump in a weird way, and, and was like, well, if Trump has the balls to show up at the debate next week, then I'll wear my boots on my head. Really weird quote, very reminiscent of Little Marco. I'm starting to get PTSD from the 2016 campaign. When you're trying to do this and, and make a joke out of out of the high heels that is the talk of the town, like that is not a sign that you're on a path to a comeback. But, but he'll literally do anything. And that's why it seems particularly devastating, right? Is if, if the criticism gets at something essential to the character of the nominee, that's when it's something you don't recover from. Absolutely. And it does play into this phoniness, this thirstiness, right? This idea that Ron DeSantis is just trying so hard to be a MAGA tough guy and he'll do anything and he'll be mean to the migrants. He'll be mean to the, you know, kids in schools that have gay families. Uh, you know, he'll be mean to whoever it will take. If only that will make the MAGA voters love him. He'll also pretend to be a tough guy, you know, he'll wear the big boot, right? Like this, it's all part and parcel of the same thing of him playing this part, acting this role of, of what he thinks MAGA voters wants, because the reality is Ron DeSantis was just a typical Ivy League politician until five years ago, just one that has like a little bit more of an appetite for cruelty than the other Ivy League politicians. And voters can smell that and they sense it on him, that he that that, that he might be saying the words that a MAGA candidate would say, but that, that he is not the authentic outsider they're looking for. Donald Trump is the authentic outsider they're looking for. And then for the minority of the Republican Party that wants somebody that's more of a traditional conservative, uh, he's not offering them that either. So he's really stuck in a sour spot on them. Ouch. Ouch. When you were taking L's from MSNBC and their guests, like that was brutal. That is a brutal, brutal, honest assessment of a candidate. That's not even partisan. That's just, he's saying what he thinks, like DeSantis thought MAGA voters want to see a tough guy. And so you present yourself as the tough guy. And that's not what a MAGA voter is. And not only that, what a MAGA voter is has evolved. It's evolved. People aren't paying attention to what's going on. The evolution of MAGA is here. It's been going on for honestly years it's been going on for years we're trying to evolve what it looks like to be a MAGA voter and I think these people are basing this on some weird idea they have for what a, a, a Trump voter or a MAGA voter looks like and they don't actually know because they don't actually go to rallies they don't really seem to have a connection with the base of any kind. They don't understand where we're at in this progression as human beings, as as uh, as a community. Unhinged, weird motherfuckers. And look, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Miguel Afori and I talk constantly about taking back the culture in America. We've discussed it through uh, with our plans for American Late Night. MAGA's evolving. 
We want the culture back. And what we're talking about is being comfortable in your own skin, whatever that is. Whether you're doing a show in a t-shirt and a hat, or you're going out for an evening with your spouse and one of your children, the idea is to reframe what it means. It's about being American. My entire objective and what California and I spend so much time, me and Mike talk constantly about this, you know, when, when we open American Late Night, and we will, it will be a thing. When we open American Late Night, we want to give all of you a place to put on your nicest clothes so you can take your spouse out for an evening of class and fun. I don't want sloppy drunk idiots. That's not my brand. I don't want people that are super casual and rude. That's not my brand. We want to take America back to a time when it didn't matter what your day job, in the evening, you would go out with your wife and show her a good time and break bread with people in your community and have fun without becoming complete degenerates. But they're trying to cast, at least DeSantis, thought he understood the MAGA culture and he doesn't. He doesn't get it. And that's just, they're going to paint me a certain way this week in that New York Times hit piece. I don't know when it drops, but you, could, you have, I guarantee you, I know what they're going to say. Failed congressional candidate and uh, conspiracy theorist, they'll call me a Q-tard because I wore a hat from a sponsor. Um, they'll say all of these things and none of it will have anything to do with what we're doing. Because that's still the branding. They're like, this. you have to be this. You have to be disgusting and loud and you have to be a failure. And oh, you're just, you've, you've bamboozled people. You're tricking people into watching entertaining news fucking takes and life takes or whatever, right? That'll be the hit piece. But it's just like DeSantis has no, he has no understanding of you or, or any other voters in America. He only knows what his immediate circle looks like and his circle is a circle jerk of jerk offs. And when you're surrounded by a circle jerk of jerk offs, you're going to severely underestimate and uh, your, your understanding of the general public. With that being said, there's one man who absolutely understands the general public and understands his base. And that is president Donald J Trump, who gave a speech at that same rally down there in Florida and absolutely crushed it. Check it out. Well, thank you very much, everybody. And it's great to be in one of the truly great places of the world, Florida. Thank you very much. And hello to all of the true American patriots of the Florida Republican Party. These are tremendous people. I know them all, actually, and they are tremendous people, and they love our country, and I love them. And I'm pleased to report that just moments ago, I officially filed to appear on the ballot in the Florida Republican primary. So we'll see. 
which I'm also happy to report that we're leading by about 75 points. So that's and with your help, we are going to win the Florida primary for the third straight time. We're going to win the state in a landslide next November, just like we've done twice. And we're going to defeat crooked Joe Biden, and we are going to make America great again. boss was having fun and why wouldn't he he is in governor DeSantis's home state dominating him on live television in front of thousands of people letting them reminding them I'm up about 75 points in this state and uh we're gonna win this thing easily everybody loves that shit for four straight years under the Trump administration I kept America safe, I kept Israel safe, and I kept the entire world safe. We were safe. We had nothing. This is, this is shocking, what's going on. What's going on now is shocking. All over the planet, our enemies knew that if you try to kill our citizens, we will kill you. If you spill a drop of American blood, we will spill a gallon of your blood. That's what it was. And it wasn't a threat. It was, that was just the way it was going to have to be. I've got breaking news. I've got breaking news. Uh, on Wednesday in Miami, Dilly Meme Team member Bad Karma, along with now former, at least temporarily, Meme Team member, doesn't matter, he's still fucking, we love him, Mad Liberals, Bad Karma, Mad Liberals, along with Dilly 300. Super fan and good friend of mine, Cherry, will be getting their photographs with President Donald J. Trump individually. They will each be going up and meeting the President of the United States, shaking his hand and taking a photograph on Wednesday down in Miami. I just got the text message confirming that, so all of you should be on the lookout for uh, those email confirmations. So that just happened, and I just got the email as well. Um, wow. That's exciting. There you go. I'm looking at it right now. Hopefully, you guys all got the email. If you didn't, let me go confirm. Let me go confirm. All right, I see... I'm going to go let Mad know. Hold on. I already know Cherry's watching and I know Bad Karma's watching. 
And, uh, let's see. Congratulations. Now let the nerves set in. Just letting you know what it happens after that. <laughs> Once you find out, you're like, yes. And then you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Let the nerves start setting in now, everybody. I'm just telling you right now, that's what comes next. First, you're all like, yeah, that's hell exciting. And then you're like, wait, what am I wearing? Oh, my God, what do I say? Yeah, don't worry. The nerves start setting. I don't matter. I have, I have yet to have anybody meet him that was like, oh, I was totally chill about it. I wasn't even nervous. Everybody's like, holy fuck. Oh, my God, that's Trump. This is happening right now. Congratulations. Uh, all of you have earned it in your own respective worlds. Obviously, my uh, my memers and certainly Dilly 300 member Cherries. She's been uh, working her ass off for years on behalf of the president silently. Actually, not so silently. She's very vocal, but uh, congratulations. You guys all earned it. Now, Mo is trying to pretend he was cool as a cucumber. Bitch, you were nervous as hell. You might not have let it show, but you were fucking nervous. Everybody's nervous when they're meeting Trump. Everybody. Doesn't matter who you are. You're like, oh, shit. Unless you've met him before or something. But everybody else, nervous as hell. All right, Boss Man had more to say. Let me get to uh, some clips. I'm not done yet. I love these clips from over the weekend. It was a great speech. It was the perfect speech in Kissimmee, Florida. DJT. Biden came in. He invited everybody in. It's like an invasion of our schools, our hospitals. We don't have hospital space. We don't have anything. There's no country where this would be sustainable. There's no country. When I'm reelected, we will tell the foreign nations that sending caravans that all of these caravans that are coming up will not get one more cent of American money. You know, when you explain no money, no anything, no education. We're not going to take care of you better than our vets. You know, they get taken care of with Biden better than our great vets who are living on streets. We had that situation taken care of so well, and now it's right, right back where it started. And for any radical left charity, nonprofit, or so-called aid organization supporting these caravans and illegal aliens, we will prosecute them for their participation in human trafficking, child smuggling, and every other crime we can find. There you go. There you go. DJT on fire in Kissimmee. Hitting on all the talking points that uh, honestly need to be in that speech. Job number one will be to stop the invasion on our southern border. Three years ago, we had the most secure border in U.S. history. We never had a border as secure, and that included drugs and human trafficking. We had the best numbers we've ever had in the history of our country, and now we have the worst numbers probably in the history of the world. There's never been a border like this. There never been, there's never been anything like it when you see what's coming in from mental institutions and prisons all over the world. We built over 500 miles of border wall, got Mexico to give us 28,000 soldiers free of charge. And for those people that talk about Mexico, you know, I said Mexico is going to pay for a piece of the wall. They paid for much more than that. They gave us 28,000 soldiers because there was no way legally they could pay for our wall. You know, they, 
tried to work that, but they paid much more. They paid for our soldiers, and uh, that wasn't easy to do. They also did many other things for us, and now we have, as you probably know, we have a caravan heading up. That's the biggest one anyone's ever seen, and Biden has no clue as to what to do. But I know what to do. We also deported illegal alien criminals by the thousands and thousands, and we got them out, MS-13, by the thousands. We slashed illegal immigration by over 90 percent. Think of that. And under Biden, the United States has become the dumping ground of the world, with gang members and inmates being emptied into our — into our beautiful land, our beautiful country, emptied. Tough, tough people. A lot of them as bad as you can ever find. And they're coming into our country by the tens of thousands. Also, terrorists are pouring into our country. Many, many terrorists are coming in. Thousands of — I think I had another Trump meme I wanted to play right here, but I don't know if it's the right — oh, it's not a meme. Well. It kind of is, and it kind of ties in with this. It is a meme, but I don't know if it's it's appropriate, but I don't care because it's lit. <laughs> I was like, where am I going to work this meme in? I decided I'm going to work it in right here. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Today marks the start of the clock, for it is one year from now that Trump will be elected and placed back into his rightful spot. right he will you're damn right he will i love that one remember remember the 5th of november i can't think of one thing in three years that these people have done i can't think of one thing in three years that these people have done that's good but biden got up biden got up and he said we have no ammunition now number one we should never be put in that position but assuming it's true who the hell would say it you think President Xi of China and Putin and all these, do you think they hear that statement a little bit? They can't believe what's happened to this country. You know, they respected our country when I was there. They respected your president. I will tell you that. And so did Kim Jong-un of North Korea. They respected us. And we were safe because they respected us. We were very... And as Trump gives speech after speech after speech, Something big continues to happen across the country. That's right. Donald Trump dominating across all swing states incredible stuff really oh here we go let's start it up trump in nevada polling at 11 11 this is a fucking sienna research new york times poll this is not a maga poll up 11 in nevada up five in pennsylvania this is absolutely worst case scenario for democrats right now how about georgia 
up five in Georgia. Arizona up five in Arizona. Now you have to understand they're oversampling Democrats still. Up five in Arizona, up five in Georgia, dead even in Michigan, which means Trump's probably leading. Biden up two in Wisconsin means it's dead even. You have to know what you're looking at and what you're looking at is a giant oversampling of Democrat voters and they still can't get the results they want. It's still Trump leading. This is a huge problem. Trump wins Nevada and Arizona and Pennsylvania. It's over. You throw in Georgia and you even, if if Michigan and fucking Wisconsin are toss-ups, if he wins these other swing states, he will win Michigan and Wisconsin. I'm even hearing that he's he's within striking distance in fucking Minnesota. There, look, there are rumors on the street that Donald Trump in the state of Minnesota is with is either leading or even with Biden in fucking Minnesota. If he takes Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Nevada, Arizona, and Georgia, it's over. It's fucking over. But there's, I think there's very low, he's not going to lose Pennsylvania this time around either. Not that he, he won it last time by like a million votes. But the problem Democrats have right now is that his leads are way bigger than their ability to cheat. And we've got a year to go. A year to go. We have a year left of Donald Trump red-pilling America and essentially getting them on board with making America great again. What are the national polls saying? Let's talk about the national polls. Again, oversampling Democrats. Trump up three nationally, leading by 10 with independents. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Trump up three in heavily weighted Democrat polls means it's Trump up nine. It's Trump up nine. It's Trump up 10 when you see, like, if you're a Republican and you're even in po- most polls, it means you're winning. If you're a Republican and you're ahead in polls against the Democrat, it means you're way ahead. Way ahead. Way, way, way ahead. He is kicking the fucking ass out of the Democrats in Joe Biden right now. And they know it. They absolutely know it. And they're scared shitless about it. They're terrified of the fucking memes. They're terrified of the rallies. They're terrified of people getting interested in digging into the old Trump videos. What would they find if they did? Maze Moore found this clip. And it's a fantastic interview. President Trump with uh, former head of Fox uh, Business. What's this fucking guy's name? Why am I drawing, drawing a blank on his name? He died. I can't remember his name. He was a genius. What's the guy's name that died from Fox, guys? I wasn't to introduce him properly, but I actually don't remember his name. 
It's like right on the tip of my tongue. They did a movie about him being a sexually harassing son of a bitch. <laughs> what was the guy's name? Someone will tell me his name. You guys know it. It's, uh, it's right there. It's on the tip of my tongue. Roger Ailes, thank you. Shout out to K-Ben. It's Roger Ailes. That's what I was uh, trying to say. Here we go. Check it out. Went through some tough times, uh, but I'll tell you something. I saw you. I forget. Ah, well, I saw you. I, I've known you a long time, and I saw you at your peak. I also saw you during that, those bad times. And you know what always impressed me? You were no different. Well, thank you. That's a great compliment. no different. That's a good compliment. You can't take it too seriously. I mean, I know you're going to be up. I'll be up. I'll be down. I'll be... You can't really. Guys like us, yeah, just keep know, you just keep coming. That's all you can do. And yeah, sometimes it's not easy. They say, come on out to dinner, and you have 400 people, and they're looking and staring, and they're saying, I wonder how he's taking adversity. But you learn a lot about yourself, and you learn a lot about other people. You learn about loyalty. Uh, yeah. I learned a lot about loyalty. I had people that I would have bet the ranch on, and they were not as loyal as they should have been. Right. And I had people that I wouldn't have, and they turned out to be, I mean, unbelievable. Really Isn't that positive. interesting? Yeah. So you just can't tell. It's not color. It's not race. It's not religion. It's not anything, Roger. You just can't tell. Uh, rich guys are often not well-liked guys. But what's interesting to me is the average, the guy on the street, the cab drivers, the uh, the guys working on the road crews, they all go, hey, Donald, how's it going? Hey, they. it's almost like they feel very comfortable with you, like you're one of them. And it's I've never quite figured out how you bridge that. The people that don't like me are the rich people. Okay. That's it's a funny thing. I mean, they okay. can't stand me. I mean, I have friends, and I have not only friends, I have enemies. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> they work. They hurt people. They this, they that. Yeah. And then they call up, can you help me get a, a reservation at a restaurant? Okay. I say, what's the purpose of being rich if you can't get a table at a restaurant? The people that like me are the people that you're talking about. Yeah. The rich people do not like Donald Trump. Isn't that amazing? Well, I sort of love it. We're back talking with uh, one of the most famous men in the country, and uh, for good reason. He's also a really nice guy, and he does an awful lot for other people that doesn't get reported in the press. The press sometimes treats you good. Sometimes they, sometimes they love to hate you. Sometimes they love you. Sometimes they hate you. What, well, what they're it? very uneven. Uh, some are very good, but I've met some of the most dishonest people I've ever met are in the press. I mean, they are literally some of the most dishonest, despicable people, and... You know, when you see the public hates the press so much, mm -hmm. the public understands. Some of the most truly dishonest, and I mean people, where you tell them something, they know exactly what they should be writing, and they write exactly the opposite for the sake of a story. They're truly despicable people in many cases. Tell me about Mar-a-Lago. It's a fabulous house. It's, it's the greatest house in the United States, easily by far, by any account. And it's a great private social club right now. And it's something we're very proud of. I mean, it's it's really taken shape. So now to join that private club would cost, what, 75 grand 75, a year? $75,000 to join. And, you know, during the bad times, I'm sitting here with this house that cost a fortune to maintain, $3 million a year, and I'm saying, is this ridiculous? And I started this process to get it into sort of an income-producing thing. But I really did it to save Mar-a-Lago, because ultimately, how many jerks are like Donald Trump that are going to spend this kind of money? To, it's truly one of the great landmarks in the country. What did it cost to keep that up? About $3 million a year. Just to run it. Just, just to, to run keep it. it up. And you know what? $3 million is a lot of money, but at bad times, it's a lot of money. <laughs> so I said, you know what? I'll probably have bad times again someday. I want to make sure that this little sucker is taken care of. So it's really, uh, it's, it's just going to be a great thing and very, very successful. Would you ever run for politics or would you worry about them going after your life? I mean, messing up your life, messing up you too. Would you, how would you feel if he went into politics? I think he would do terrific. You know, there's a certain dishonesty, unfortunately, that you need for running for office. Now, it's an unfortunate thing, but you would, have, you would know this perhaps better than anybody in the world, right? 
Um, I've coached a few. I'm a pretty straight guy, and I'm not sure that somebody that really calls it like it is and says this is what you have to do, I'm not sure that kind of a guy gets elected. Maybe so, maybe not. Everybody wants me to do it. They all want me to run, run. But I would take a much harder stand. I'd take a much more difficult stand, I would say. Make a couple of enemies. I think I'd make a lot of friends, ultimately. Uh, but I'm not sure that type of person is really electable. If the United States government took a firmer stand with foreign countries, would we be better off, or are we so much now a part of the nation of the community of nations that we can't really afford to offend anybody? I think we'd be better off, and I think we'd be far more respected. I, I just think that people would have far greater respect for this country if we took a much tougher stand. Dude, shout out to Maze Moore for finding that one. Fuck. What a clip. What a guy. You kidding me? unapologetic, refined, smart, thoughtful. It's a good dude. It's a good dude. It's a good guy. He's always been a good guy. He's always been a confident, comfortable, kind person. They don't, and, and the way that he has been represented has been horrible. They've been trying to run that wrap-up smear on him for years, and that's what they're going to do. They're always going to run those wrap-up smears on good people. They're going to run a wrap-up smear on me. This is what they did. What they do is they seed the ground with negative news about you, but not the big news media. What they do is they get the smaller news media outlets to publish terrible shit about you. Lies, fake shit, right? They lie fake things about you. They say shit. And then what they do is eventually, once it's time to destroy you, what the large news organizations, like in this case, it'll be the New York Times, they're going to quote a bunch of shitty blogger media types about my character and then the wrap-up smear will be will be complete and they've been doing this to trump for years that's the entire objective of the wrap-up smear is like we'll get the smaller uh ones to quote and say shit and then if they're never sued or you never deal with them then what we do is we have the media from the big organizations quote them as the source that's what they're going to do to trump that's what they're going to do me wrap-up smears all day long nancy pelosi explained it but Trump has always been the same, always been the same, always been quality, frankly. And uh, one of my favorite things from the weekend was uh, Zelensky telling in a, saying in an interview that he wants to, uh, he invited Trump to, to uh, Ukraine. <laughs> and Trump said this, I'm good. No, thank you. Zelensky, uh, Trump declined Zelensky's invite to Kiev. Trump was like, nah, bro, I'm good. No, thank you. No, thanks. I'm good. No, no, thank you. I'm good. I, uh, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to deal with you. I'm not interested. How embarrassing. How embarrassing, and, and, and frankly, uh, who could blame him? I mean, Trump's like, I'm good, bro. I'm not, be, I'm trying to, you don't want to be attached to that shit right now. Ain't nobody defending Ukraine right now. It's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm cool with that shit, bro. I just thought it was based as fuck. That that's what Trump said. And things are getting a little bit weird out here. I'll, I'll show you what I mean. Here, uh, when I say, there's only one correct answer when I say, whose side are you on in this next clip? 
or uh, rather story? The only right answer is yes. Antifa supporter clashes with Muslim women over transgender kids following pro-Palestinian protest. Worlds collide. Uh, yes. Who are you rooting for? Yes. Well, this uh, Palestinian uh, Antifa supporter fighting with a Muslim woman. Who are you rooting for? Yep. Yep. Great. Can we scale this up on both sides? Is anybody wearing their special vest to this meetup? Hmm? Can we get a can we wear special vests to the meetup? Can we make sure that our uh you know pro-Palestine uh jihadis wear their special vests when arguing and or having a clash with Antifa? Hmm? Maybe. I'm not getting in between this one. I, I literally, this might be the only confrontation where it's totally acceptable to just step back probably a few hundred yards and film. Just scoop back, get away from it, film it, and just crack open a fucking beer. Just crack open a beer. Turn on the fucking uh, phone. Make sure you're in the landscape, not portrait, you fucking amateurs. You go landscape, you turn in the fucking, you, you crack open a beer, you stand way, way far away, at least outside the blast radius, and uh, just fucking enjoy. Yeah, you just sit back and go, okay, let's see how this plays out. This should be, this should be funny. <laughs> Trev, you do not only film in portrait, you liar. <laughs> I'm just telling you, this is what you want to, you just kind of stand back and just go, okay, enjoy. All right. Who wants to see something retarded? It wouldn't be a dilly show if we didn't include at least one video of uh, something totally retarded. And you can't mention something retarded and not include John Fetterman from Pennsylvania. That's why I'm here. But moments later, he's interrupted by a protester. 4,000 plus dead children in Palestine, 9,000 plus dead civilians. Get off the stage. Get off the stage. I don't care. That's not what Then Fetterman says this. The joke, the joke is on you. I had a stroke. I can't fully understand what you're saying. The man is eventually escorted out by police as he tells the senator to go home. Another protester speaks. <laughs> it be. The joke is on you. I had a stroke. I don't even understand what you're saying. <laughs> well, you can't win this argument. I'm fucking retarded. I don't even know what you mean. You can't even insult me because I can't comprehend the words you're saying. You don't even know. You, the joke's on you. I'm completely retarded. I can't. I don't even know what you're saying. I don't even know what you're saying. I just know I had a stroke and you're arguing with me. And I don't even know what you mean. My brain is essentially 
fucking Fetterman's brain is a one-way like street at this point. Like information go- doesn't go in anymore. It's just like nope. And there's like a wall, just like dang, 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 bouncing off of it. It's only outward now. He cannot. T- he's like, yes. Where's Fetterman's wife, by the way? Remember when she ran away with the kids to Canada because they fucking were replacing him at that insane asylum? Remember that? How was that not a story? Remember this? Dude got elected to the Senate. He's a senator. Two weeks later, he's like, oh my God, I'm so stressed out. I'm depressed too. And they were like, yeah, let's put you in the funny farm. He's like, okay. And then his wife was all, come on, kids. We're going to Niagara Falls because daddy's trying not to kill himself at the funny farm. And we were like, this is a weird story. Remember that? And then he was missing for like six weeks. And his wife just ran off with the kids to the fucking Niagara Falls in Canada. And everyone was just like, this is, I love the, like how crazy the country has become. And yet we're so accustomed to it. We all treat it like normal now. Like, how is that not like a completely bizarro story? She was like, I'm out. We're going to Niagara Falls. Don't kill yourself. And he was like, okay. And then, and then they came back with him and it was a different guy and he's never looked or sounded the same. And now they've got him at rallies where you can't even harass him. Cause he's like, I don't know what you mean. <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, Fetterman's wife ran off to Niagara Falls while he was trying not to end his, you know, take his own life. Can you imagine? Do you guys ever handle like uh, situations with your spouse that way? Like, I, honey, I'm going to be here for you as soon as I get back from the Bahamas. Like, imagine your spouse goes into the funny farm for suicidal fucking depressive state of mind. And you're like, you know what? This is depressing and I need a vacation. And then he stands in front of a room full of people. Gets berated by some weird, some guy that wants to fly off a building in Palestine. And, uh, and he can't comprehend the insults. <laughs> Don't go you, I'm with Tarlin. <sighs> He's so fucking retarded, it's almost endearing. I hate that about him. I hate that Fetterman, like pre-retard Fetterman he like knew he was a communist and it really aggravated you post-retard Fetterman is hella funny I I honestly I feel bad I don't support him but I I support him having a microphone all the time does that make sense like I'm completely okay and I love when he they put him in senate hearings and he's like they're they're stealing all the pandas back remember he was talking about China He was like, we need to take the farmland back because they're taking all the pandas. And no one laughed. They just all were like, hmm, good point, John. Like, I love, my favorite is when people who don't have the courage to, like, speak out against stupid shit will instead validate it with a serious face, even though we all know it was dumb. So, like, he said the thing about the pandas, and all of the other senators were like, hmm, like, keenly interested, that's a good point. Like what you're supposed to do is be like, that's fucking retarded and funny. 
Everyone laughs, but no one does it. But I'm just telling you, like, I'm okay with him being in there for some reason. I think it's funny. I think that his the fact that we have an actual mentally disabled person in a Senate position who, who can't really read or write anymore is hilarious. Um, I love that his, even his responses are actual retarded. And that's why it's funny. Cause he's like, you can't insult me. Cause I can't understand what you're saying. And the joke's on you. And he's a Senator. He's wearing a hoodie. There's so much here to like, and it's, it's not sad, funny. There's nothing sad about this. This is absolutely just funny, funny. It's idiocracy, funny. It's funny because Demo that's their guy. Like Democrats are like, like imagine if you voted for the Fettertard and you're like, that's it. I voted for that. And you're like, you voted for that? And you're like, yeah. And like, what, what part of him do you agree with? And like the most retarded parts. I think it's fucking funny. I think it's great. I think it's, I think it's uh, hilarious. I think Pennsylvania has earned it. Like as soon as Pennsylvania let Trump get railroaded in 2020, you deserved a retard representing you for six years. You did. I'm not saying I want to see you guys suffer forever, but six years of, of a fuck actual like high functioning retard as a Senator. I think that's pretty fair. I think you got off kind of light to be honest with you. Like you got off kind of light. It was like, what'd you guys do? Like we put that retard in the office. Like you what? Like, yeah. Is this because of Trump? Like, yeah. Okay. I think it's fair. Like, I, I think it's funny. Like, that should be the new, that should be the flag of Pennsylvania now is this. Like, it should be that face. It should be just the outline of a guy like this. Okay. Just full fucking Fetterman face. Just complete biting of the year and everything. It should be on the Pennsylvania flag. It should be, you should have to wear that like a fucking scarlet letter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think it's a completely perfect. And I love that he doesn't know his name most of the time. I love that he doesn't know where he's at. Just, I think it's great. And it's a good punishment, too, to everybody that went against Trump. Remember, there was a bunch of MAGA people that thought they were smarter than Trump because you guys didn't want Dr. Oz. Remember that? They didn't want Dr. Oz. They wanted that woman who turned out to be a total sleazebag. She also follows me on Twitter. Weird. They wanted that woman who turned out to be a total sleazebag. And they divided the vote. And they hurt Donald Trump's endorsement. And she didn't win. And then Dr. Oz couldn't recover from what those people had done. So those people all deserve to have Fetterman as their representatives as well. They, they completely fucked up a totally winnable election for Republicans in the Senate. And now your punishment is Fettertard. And it's perfect. All right, I'm done. I got to go. It's been a slice. I love you guys. God bless you. God bless America. And God bless President Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilly, and I'll see all of you tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern for another episode of The Dilly Show. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. Have a wonderful Monday, everybody. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. 
We're not gonna get calmer as years go by. We're gonna get more fired up. We're gonna want more. I want more. This culture war, you fucking idiots, is not, is not something about the just, oh, the next re-election. We want it all back. We want our schools back. We want our education. We want our higher education back. We want our banking back. We want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back. We want our music back. We want our sports back. We're fighting for all of it. I won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of Americanism back and actually representing America. We're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the the, uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just going to have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.